Welcome back, Melissa. Great to see you again. How are you? Awesome. I'm so glad to see you always. I'm loving it. Yeah. So I just saw that we we won't be able to be together on the 19th. So I'm so glad we were we could be together tonight. So well, I, we I know you got a lot of traveling. Because I'm I'm in America. I'm in Pennsylvania speaking at the Clay Clark event. And then after that, I go to Nashville, Tennessee, speaking at the Chaz Carter event. And then after that, I go to California. And then after that, I go to Branson, Missouri, speaking at another Clay Clark event. And then after that, I go down to Miami, to the Trump Doral. And I'm at the Dr. Zelenko event. So it's a busy, busy time. How do you do that traveling stuff? I am the worst traveler there ever was. I don't know how to operate out of a suitcase. <laughs> I don't know what's my problem. Well, my wife will tell you that um, for me to travel to the other side of the world is like most people just going down to the supermarket. I just don't take it seriously. I just get on and do it. I know what I need. My wife says, have you packed this? Have you packed that? I said, look, as long as I've got some underwear, some shirts, <laughs> right. some shorts, and, uh, what well, have you. Well, you don't have to worry about your hairdo. <laughs> I don't. You're absolutely right. That... Um, you're absolutely right. That's one of the blessings. Um, <laughs> I was talking to Justin the other day um, because he, he hasn't known me any different from this, from shaving my head. And I, I hadn't shaved for about a week, uh, four or five days, something like that. And it was all fluffy all over. He said, but Daddy, you've actually got hair. I said, I have. But it went thin at the front here. And I just thought, do you know what? I'll take yeah. it all off. Enough with and it. I took, yeah. Yeah, I took it off. Yeah. And he keeps asking me, he said, would you ever grow it back just for me? And I said, of course I would. I said, but people wouldn't recognize me with hair nowadays. Right. No. I'd look very different. Right. <laughs> so, so, yeah, I wanted to ask you a question because I was posting today on my the video this morning. There was uh, the Vatican Bank yes. had all the cons money had been consolidated. I wanted your opinion on what that's about. Well, let's let's look at it from a from a broad spectrum. The Vatican, the City of London, the Queen, the Federal Reserve are what we would classify as the pillars of evil. And they're being dismantled. It's very, very kind of them to get all of this cash, <laughs> banknotes and what have you, back in there and off the streets because it has no value. And by the nature that it's being removed, back to the Vatican, it's very, very easy. We The, the good guys don't even need to seize it any longer because it has no value. Right. But at least it's not on the street. It's not it's in the not hands the of the street. minions. Not, it, well, not, not not even the minions, the bankers. The bankers and the corrupt people. Let's let's look at what the worst things that the fiat currency has done, the two bad things. Child trafficking and drugs. So that comes to an end overnight when there is no fiat currency. To, to be able to run those businesses. And I was talking to somebody who I know, and he said, but Charlie, how will the drug dealers run their business? <laughs> and I said, they won't. Right? <laughs> Isn't that the and point? He was like, what do you mean? 
when somebody said 18 months ago the drug business will die in 2022 and 2023 that person was not wrong because as with child trafficking they both depend on fiat currency cash when you take that away and give it no value it's over because when you're dealing with digital currency now because of the case in america with the sec and with the with the governing bodies to do with bitcoin to do with um, xrp to do with all of these things it means that it's going to be more and more controlled and the whole idea of this process we forget about it so quickly because we get drawn into what's happening in the now the whole idea of this was to stop the child trafficking right was to stop the drug right trade. we can't get through this and have that continue correct so changing the currency changing it to a a digital currency, the quantum financial system, not the central bank digital currency. The central bank digital currency would be using the Vatican's money. Right. That is that is not gold-backed paper. Now, let's just look at the old dollar. Let's look at the fundamentals of the old dollar. Um. You've now got more than half of the planet using gold-backed currency already. Because you've got the BRICS. You've got BRICS, Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa. Okay, right. The rest right. of Africa went with South Africa. That takes you past the halfway mark. Right. Then you've got Argentina that became... And most people have no clue what you're talking... I mean, the, the, the ones who listen to the mainstream media, we have no idea. The ones who are not in the truther movement. And they don't understand what's going on with. You're absolutely right. And I had a phone call from a very, very good friend of mine of 30 years who is a financial advisor. And he has got zero idea of what's going on. And he says to me, what I'm talking about, there is no evidence in mainstream media of this at all. No evidence on the television that anything I'm saying is true. Except for the fact that OPEC today um, is reducing their barrels of oil and all of that. And so it begs the question, okay, how are they doing these um, these transactions? They're clearly not using the the regular SWIFT system. They're they're clearly doing their own transactions intranation. Well, that's the wrong word. (laughs) OPEC, I I put this out the other day that OPEC, 46.5% 46.5% of the oil that OPEC source sources comes from Russia and is paid for in gold-backed rubles and is not subject to the restrictions that were placed by the sanctions. Right. They're completely outside that whole system. Exactly. Completely. Completely. Yeah. So when yeah. people understand that there's one rule for the one and one rule for the other, then right. I think that people it. realize, though. I guess what I'm trying to say is that people realize that we're clearly whatever we're doing is not stopping Putin. No, and you for for you and I, who? Why would you want to stop a man <laughs> that is ridding the world of evil? Right. And let's right. let's let's get into perspective. Let's I agree. Into- I agree with you a thousand percent. But the mainstream media, to them, he's just the devil 
Of course he is. He's destroying the mainstream media. <laughs> and their whole system of He's yeah. got he's got them by the short and curlies and his <laughs> his grip is tightening. <laughs> right. And if you want to take on some pretty evil people, you want some pretty tough men like Donald Trump. Amen. Like Vladimir Putin. Amen. Like Nahendra Modi. Yes. Like like Xi Jinping. Like Bolsonaro. Like our man in Saudi Arabia. These guys have stuck together. These guys have got balls. And I tell you what, they're taking down these bad, bad people. And for me and you, it's just wonderful to watch because we've got some real men setting examples for people like me as to what it takes to be a real man. I love it. I love it. Have you ever seen Bolsonaro out with the people and just no protection? Yep. Oh, he has. He's got God on his side. Amen. You don't need anything more than God. That's what I was just telling someone today. I'm like, nothing can happen to Trump. No. bulletproof. Yep. And Putin. Yes. People forget the fact about Putin that he is a spiritual man. He is former um, KGB. He is a fully qualified lawyer. Oh, yeah. Don't underestimate him. I tell everyone, listen to what he says. If you have to read, I've literally read entire captions for two hours. I want to hear what straight from his mouth because I don't care what anybody, uh, the mainstream media, has to say about him. And if you've ever, if you ever want to really know for sure, he he was uh, he he was baptized, or I, I don't think he was baptized as a, as a child, but he did another baptism in ice water. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, this man is. Anyway, he's just tough. He's amazing. I'm so thankful. He, he's certainly tough. And uh, he's a man that uh, you should never underestimate. I've I've always liked him as a man. Right. I've always liked him because he stood up for what he believed in. Yep. And he stood up against the oligarchs. And there'll be a lot of people who say, Right. Yeah, but he's a dictator. But Well, you can't go in as a pussycat against multi-billionaires yeah. and win. Right. Did you see the beautiful celebration they had when they annexed their people, the the yep. provinces? Oh, was that the most beautiful? I was just brought to tears. My actually, my granddaughter was here, and she and I'm I'm watching that, and I'm like, I, I'm just welling up with tears, and the and the people driving through their streets with the flags, you know, and she's like, Gammy, why are you crying? I'm like, I'm just it's happy tears, just to, the to see them restored to their homeland. And uh, just imagining that for all of us. It's a beautiful thing. Did you see how much they won the vote by? No. 98.5%. And, of course, what woke them all up, the the ones that were sitting on the fence, when they realized that all the bioweapon factories were placed strategically in their regions, um, the, the realization that Ukraine was more than willing to waste them all if anything went wrong in the bioweapons right. factory, right. with no respect for them, that right. gave them some such momentum. Right. Um, oh, and I just that, heard a, a video of what was the former prime minister, a minister of, of Ukraine, Yaganovich y- 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 or whatever his name was. Right. Okay. He was <coughs> uh, 
talking about how, um, you know, they will, we will have jobs, but they won't have jobs. Talking about the, the basically the Russian provinces. We yep. will have money and they won't have money. We'll have protection and they won't have protection. I mean, it was just as the most horrifying thing. I'm like, of course, these people want to go back to their homeland, you know. Yeah. And the other thing, of course, that a lot of people just forget is the fact that um, since the former USSR, Ukraine never defined its borders. And there are idiots out there go, yeah, they did. I saw it on the telly. Just because you saw it on the telly doesn't mean it's real. Right. Go and do your research. Right. The Ukraine never defined its borders. And what Putin has done is defined the border. And it has now been rubber stamped and sealed. And because they've never defined the border, by default, Ukraine is still a full state of Russia. That's why nobody can get involved. Because it's not an invasion. You, the media the, the won't entire, tell you that. The entirety of Ukraine is part of Russia. It's still a part of Russia because they've never defined their borders. And they haven't ever been accepted as NATO into nato correct correct they can't be accepted as nato because they've never defined their borders and of course and now trust, trying... trust came on whatever today yep. yesterday whatever we they you know we will protect ukraine we can we must protect ukraine i'm like she's i don't know if she thinks she's trying to impersonate winston churchill or what but you know they can just and all the people are clapping you know they and they don't even realize this is your enemy. You don't even understand how this is a cabal headquarters. She's nothing like Winston. She's more like Winnie. <laughs> That's just, I mean, you know, but uh, you didn't have a, really a choice. This is typical. This is all, there's actually there's a protest going on in England saying the British people didn't vote for her. They didn't. They don't want her. They don't want any of the choices. Right. And they want an election. Right. Um, but right. this is all part of the pantomime to expose how pathetic they it, are. Right. There's people within her own party that are already destroying her. Right. I want anything to do with her. Right. Um, and she she flip-flops like you'll never, like nothing on earth. Right. She will say anything right. to get into office. And She's this just, is what we've, yeah. Yeah. we've had She's this. We've had it both sides of the Atlantic for 25 years. Po career politicians. You've had it with, with uh, Comey, with Schiff, with Pelosi. These are career politicians. Cheney, the Cheney family. They're a corrupt family that will do anything to stay in power. Right, right. And when Not you know, in in the in the book, I I don't know if we've talked about this lately, but for those of you who aren't familiar, I did the book End Times and the Thousand Years yeah. of Peace. Okay, so in that book, we talk about the the the. Okay, here's the book End Times and a Thousand Years of Peace, and it yeah. talks about the 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 horsemen. And it talks about the horsemen actually also in um, the book of Zechariah and the Old Testament. And you're like, what, you know, who are these horsemen? And some of these people are trying to scare people to pieces and, and, oh, the horseman is coming out, the white horseman. The white horseman is, is the puppet leaders like Truss, like Pelosi, like yeah. Schumer and Shifty Shift and all these ones who have come in as if they're your faithful leader and someone that you can trust and they're going to do a good job and they're just working for this cabal this beast this this mafia 
So, you know, so when it, whenever it's a, it's just, if you guys hear all oh, this horse is coming out now, all those horses are representing how they, how they use all of these methods to keep us in line, to control yep. us and to attack us. And so the, the red horse is all their wars, what they're wanting to do right now. They want to start a war so they can kill off more Americans, kill off more Russians, kill off more Europeans. We're not doing that this time. What we're going to mm-hmm. do this time, because, you know, just recently when they had the, the UN General Council, the guess who did not vote in, in lockstep with the NATO was all the BRICS countries, China, yeah. India, Brazil. They're like, no, we're we're going to just let Russia do what they need to do. And we're not going to yeah. you know go with that. So I have a feeling with them being joined together, who knows if they're not going to say, you know what? And as far as this pipeline goes, we're pointing the finger right at the cabal. Yeah, 100% the cabal. Has to. 100%. Yeah. There's no question about it, the fact that the pipeline has been blown up by the cabal. There's no question about that. It's it's which country the cabal. Not that it matters. Right. We just know it's it's the side of evil. Right. And it's Um, not going to cause us to have a war. We're going to, but we're going to hold them to an account, and so that's really what it boils down to. Is it's? I think that people will realize it's an intra. It's not one nation. It's this. It's this transnational criminal organization. Now, okay, I do want to get back to the Vatican thing, but before we do that, I wanted to see what your thoughts are on the um, on the the nuclear submarine. Well, this is is the scare event on its way. I think so. This is exactly what it is. This is the scare event, and we will need that. Um, <clears throat> I have to be extremely careful what I say because I'm under an NDA. I'm be, I've been told in the last hour that at this moment in time, we need to be extremely cautious. But um, yes, there will be a scare event. And once you know a um, a, a submarine carrying a doomsday uh, missile, megaton yeah has actually been lost off the radar people need to wake up and people in america have no idea (laughs) don't even know no no Uh, but it's our duty as patriots somebody somebody made a lovely statement the other day and i and i I wrote it down because i just thought i'm sorry i couldn't hear you say it again I said, um, somebody made a, a, a beautiful statement the other day that I wrote down because I liked it. The Patriots are the invisible ark. And we are there not as a, not like Noah's ark that was on the water. We are there, out there. We're invisible as far as an ark goes. But we're there to save the people. And a lot of people have not even seen the Patriots, seen the ark that's there to save them because they're completely brainwashed. And my journey has stood me in good stead for this because, because of my brainwashing as a child. And the fact that when I came out, when I was 23, it took me at least, at least a year, but certainly two and a half years for me to accept anything as being true. Right. Because, because of my brainwashing. So for those people that are awake, like you and I and our audience, um, don't get angry with the people that are not no. awake because they are so. Look, I was twenty-three years old. I was twenty-three. My brother, when he came out, was around fifty. 
he committed suicide within two years because he couldn't cope with it. Oh, wow. I'm yeah. so sorry. Mm. No, but this is this is how desperate people will become when they find out mm. they've been lied to by people they trusted the most and what they call the professionals. Right. My my brother was 50 years old. When I came out at 23, it was incredibly difficult. Wow. Incredibly. So don't under, undermine the people who are not seeing it. It's so hard right. for them to see it. Right. God blessed you and I Amen. with foresight. Amen. And an ounce, an ounce of foresight is worth a ton of hindsight. Right. But we've been blessed with foresight. Right. And because of that, that we haven't been living in fear for four years and we haven't um, taken the jab and done all the things that they wanted us to do that was were not good for us. And um, just you know, living in fear is not good for anything. You make very bad decisions when you're living in fear. And that's one of the, I'm so glad, you know, that you and I have joined together and we're on the same page. We're not, we're not going to play any of that. We're going to be in full mm -hmm. confidence. And I just find it so interesting that, that, you know, we were told on the board four years ago, October 5th, about this hunt for red October. You know, I just find that, and then just lo and behold, we've got this, this, uh, you know, submarine <laughs> that has gone rogue. So, mm -hmm. you know, of course the thing is, no one even knows about it, but I guess at some point it's we've been, we've been told that something's going to come to the surface, you know. A submarine. <laughs> That's what it seems like. That's what yeah. it would seem. Yeah. So but this is where the ma mainstream media will suddenly go into panic mode when they haven't covered it, haven't covered, it, and then it gets it's too too big an elephant in the room not to not to start talking about it. Um, but this is all part of the exposure. This is all. Extremely right. exciting. Right. And and bottom line, it's we just like we can't get through this and not have the 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 trafficking resolved and the and the currency resolved and all that. We can't get through all this and not have the all the world pointing the finger directly at this criminal uh, transnational criminal mafia. That's what has to happen. They're the ones who and we're not going to blame Russia. We're not going to blame the U.S. We're not going to blame whatever scapegoat. We're and that's really what today's Yom Kippur for you guys who are not familiar. That today is the day we're celebrating. We just finished just Yom Kippur here, and and there where you are. Um, so this is the Day of Atonement where things are set right. That's what really Yom Kippur really is about. Where each of us is set right with each other. We're set right with the Lord. And if someone has refused to, like these ones, this transnational criminal organization, they will be held to an account. That's what this celebration is about. So the next thing that happens after this, and here in a minute, I'll show my share my screen. After that, the beautiful picture is that we have the Feast of Tabernacles or the Sukkot. And it's a beautiful picture of like a having a picnic out with your family for a week where you go every night and you have a beautiful uh, uh, you know, time of celebration because... The, the 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 picture is that we can now have this relationship because all this other stuff is settled and resolved. Yeah, when you when you talk about self sufficiency, again, God put me on this journey for a reason. That when I was a child, my family were virtually self sufficient. So I know what it is to be self sufficient. My mother. She break, baked her own bread. She made her own butter. We got milk from the farm, from the cows. We learned how to pasteurize milk. We learned how to do things. We learned how to grow fruit, vegetables, salad, 
the basics. Yes, we we slaughtered pigs. Yes, we wrung chickens' necks. Yes, um, we took uh, the cows to the slaughterhouse. Yes, we learned how to to joint to joint meat. We learned these things as children growing growing up, and that's very clear now as to why God put me through that on this journey to learn what it's like to be self-sufficient. Now, there are those out there, and I was talking to one yesterday, that was vegetarian or vegan, who went uh, the, who went against having meat because she connected with animals. Now, that's her choice. That's her choice. And we should live in a world of free choice. I don't condemn anybody for, you know, for those sort of things. That's their choice. And I want to live in a world of free choice. I've chosen all my life to eat meat, to eat vegetables, to eat salad, to eat, have a, a, a balanced diet. And it, it stood me in good stead. Now, there are times that I've done complete and utter detoxes. I used to do one every single year in Thailand, where I changed my diet for two or three weeks completely. I've also done Ramadan with my with my mother-in-law to keep her company and just by, as a sidekick to help lose weight. Yeah. Um, yeah. That, that was the main reason. <laughs> um, there's nothing wrong in that. We need to be respectful of everybody. Yeah. And not, not rip everybody apart. Oh, no. And that's what they're, they're left to doing. Just I want to make two points because yes. a lot of Americans are unaware of this. <coughs> the Treasury, when Donald Trump was in office, um, the Federal Reserve was backed into the Treasury. Right. Now, right. But the, the Treasury now backed into the, the Federal Reserve now backed into the Treasury was audited this year. Really? The Americans are unaware of this. No. And it, and it failed the audit. Oh, duh. <laughs> Over a trillion dollars missing. Oh yeah, only only a trillion. Well, there's a lot more than that, but I'm going to say that because most people wouldn't even comprehend what a trillion is. Right. Um, so it failed the Treasury of the United States, and I've said for some time the Treasury and the new system won't exist in the format it's in. Right. And it certainly won't be run out of Washington D.C. Right. It'll be run from somewhere else in in in, uh, in America. The other thing that's interesting that people are unaware of: the New York Stock Exchange was seized hmm. by Trump's executive order, hmm. which was not changed under the. Do you have uh, the executive order for, number? It's the foreign interference one. The one to do with foreign interference. The one that was December 21st, 2017. Correct. Those who are involved in human trafficking, their assets yeah. will be seized. Um, no, it, uh, any any foreign interference into America, into the right. US, any interference, whichever one it was. Oh, loaded. okay. Okay. There was one. Okay. There was one about. Okay. Okay. Got it. Okay. And the other thing that's a very important to point out on that is, is nobody, nobody in the current visual administration has revoked any of Trump's executive orders. Right. And there's a very simple reason for that. Body doubles, clones, and uh, <laughs> whatever 
can't do that. They can't. Remember. Well, and he said the other day, he said there have only been 45 presidents. Yeah. He said, yeah. think about that. Think about that yeah. a minute. In other words, yeah. Biden is not the president. No, he's the resident. Right. So, you know, that's what he said. So, he said it. It, you know, and, you know, he's got to have plausible deniability. He's, oh, he could just be saying that because, you know, yeah. he knows there's election fraud. But the reality is, I mean, he's he, he, these executive orders still stand. You know, we, we know this is do. a military operation. So. 100%. So, okay. So, so we're talking about the, the, we're talking about the, the, the stock exchange. We're talking about the Federal Reserve. Okay, so back to uh, I want to get back to making sure we button up this whole yes, currency yes. thing. So we're yes. talking about the currency, and we're talking about um, the. I want to talk about the Vatican Bank, but where you believe that we're headed is where there'll be a controlled, like a, a like a, a a Bitcoin kind of thing. Digital currency is where we're headed. We're moving towards the quantum financial system. So right, so I, there won't be won't be you won't ever use cash. It'll be cashless yes, society. Will. No. Okay. The the central bank digital currency, which is the cabal, did not have notes and coins. It was one hundred percent digital, one hundred percent run by the deep state. The quantum financial system will have rainbow currency. It'll have paper, paper money. It'll have paper money in the form backed of by gold, coins, backed by gold. Okay. And the digital, the digital notes and the digital coins are the the coins and the notes will exist for a period of time. My belief, my belief, and it's it's just my belief, is that the physical notes and coins will probably be in existence for around ten years. To allow people to change. Okay, so I guess help me to understand how, because I thought you were saying earlier that the the problem with the tra with the um, trafficking is that they can use this this cash, this paper money right. to do their. Yeah. So how does well, the, the rainbow currency prevent that? Because all of the rainbow notes and coins have nanotechnology within them, and they can be tracked. Okay. And they are new currency. Okay, it's so, good. so you, I'm just trying to, I'm trying to understand how that yeah. stops the trafficking. Well, if a note at the moment, the old currency, which is now being withdrawn by the Vatican, can't be tracked. It's a piece of paper. It's right. A, it's a, it's a bearer note. It's I, I promise to pay the bearer. Okay. You can't track it. You can't. Oh, track okay. It. Okay. <laughs> with the new notes, the new rainbow currency, the coins will be that they have a a, a, a um, nanotechnology within them that can be tracked and traced when it comes to the coins and the notes. The only reason, the only reason that coins and notes will be used is there are vast quantities of the world that don't have bank accounts right and when you look when i say that right people i'll give you two examples um three examples on the continent of africa there is over one and a half billion people most no, of which no bank account. don't have bank account right 
The same can be said for India. Right. 1.5 billion people. Right. So there are a lot more people in the world in that in those two areas that don't have bank accounts than do. Right. You cannot, you cannot in this transition leave the poor people behind. No. We have to take them with us. Right. We They've been left to. behind too long. They've always been left behind by the old system. With the new system, it's very important that we bring them with us because the redistribution of wealth needs to go their way. So to start with, they will have the, the notes as they transition. They will have the digital wallets very, very quickly, but it will take time. A lot of them will jump at it immediately, but a lot of the old school won't be keen understandably because they've always lived on cash always. right well and, and and i'll just get but while you're on the cash situation to be honest i i do like the anonymity of cash yeah there's a benefit to that and there's nothing wrong with cash it's only when cash is used for wrong things right it's it's like there's nothing wrong with a gun right until you use it for the wrong things right and we're going through that right now. Right. It's, you're absolutely right. With it's cash. just, it's a little, it's a, you know, for me, <laughs> I'm just thinking the less intrusiveness into my personal business, the better, because they are so much on tracking everything. It just make, I guess, just be honest the the trafficking tracking makes me uncomfortable. No, I get that. But given the choice, <clears throat> of being tracked by the cabal or being watched by God, what would you choose? Right. <laughs> right. God will be watching over the quantum financial system because it works on quantum consciousness. Like a, like a, like a, um, what do you call the, the Bitcoin technology where it's the, the chain, the blockchain. It's very, very similar to that, but it's also physical currency. But it comes from what's in your heart rather than it's like when we work with the um, the new uh, humanitarian projects. All of the compliance for that is off planet, so I don't have a, a care and worry in the world because I know that the people that are doing this are not looking at the paperwork to make sure it complies. They're looking at the content of your heart, and I have no problem with that. Mm -hmm. And I've I've learned to, that God is within me, right? He's well, no doubt in the millennial kingdom, God. it's a it's a it's a whole different dynamic. And people are like, "Well, it's there's it's not going to be sin will not be eradicated, Melissa." I'm like, I, "That's true, that is true." But imagine you're in a a classroom. You've got 30, 30 children in the classroom. There's a a handful of kids who are causing just all this mayhem, throwing the chairs, beating up the children, doing all this, this, you know, terrorizing everyone. And no one can enjoy the lesson or do anything fun because of these few who are causing all the mayhem. And imagine if you say, okay, these bad ones who are just won't comply under if they just refuse to comply, they have to be removed. <coughs> then, you know, the issue with, you know, that, you know, you're, you know, little Charlie's pulling Melissa's hair, you know, okay, well, that 
we can sort that out. We can sort those little things. Out. Oh, Melissa's, you know, punched Charlie in the nose. We can sort that kind of thing out. It's just, we've got to get rid of the, the beat with the Bible calls the beast and the false prophet, the, the evil ones who have infiltrated the church and the state who have used this for evil. And if they're gone, we can mm-hmm. all find a way to get along because we we've gotten along under these horrible circumstances. This is going to make it a piece of cake. It is. It is. And we're, we're going to have to help many people who've been left behind. And that's where I find the most peace and the most joy helping people. I've always enjoyed it. Yeah. And, and the, the the job will be so much easier when we're not fighting evil all the time. Right. I was thinking about that very thing today, Charlie, and, and clearly you do, because how many hours a day do you have your show and you're and talking to people and helping people? Well, I'm normally up at four o'clock in the morning and I get to bed about 10, 11 o'clock at night. So. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so around 20, 18 to 20 hours a day. Wow. Because I know for you right now, it's what, 530 in the morning, something like that? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I enjoy it. But you I enjoy it. it. And so exactly. And so it's not, doesn't feel like work, you know, right. but I was having the conversation with the Lord today. There's this, I, I, I do a, a lot of, uh, <laughs> a lot of my people I actually was asking for prayer the other day. They're like, are you okay? I'm like, yes, I'm okay. I just, I've got on top of my regular work, uh, the Lord has given me another t- uh, task to do that is taking a huge amount of time and energy and focus and brain power and all that, which I'm happy to do, but you know, it's, you know, that's what I was asking for prayer for. So don't worry. I'm everything's okay. Everything. I'm not sick or nothing. Nothing's wrong. Anyway. So it's just a matter of to be it, to be in that happy, really content place. And I really encourage everyone to find that happy content place where, you know, you're right in the middle of doing what the Lord wants you to do. And he'll mm-hmm. give you the strength to do it. And, you know, whatever you need, whatever it is. So, and then, then it, it won't feel like a burden. Mm-hmm. It'll just be. Oh, exactly. And you, you and I both know that this was not something we planned. It's something that we've been called to do and we've answered the call. It's that simple. And there's no sense of fear or panic within me at the moment. I'm very, very restful. Um, it's, it's never easy when you know, more than you're allowed to say, especially in my world, because I like to be yeah. the first to tell people. Oh, I know. I'm the worst. Don't give yeah. me a, a, you know, like if I have a gift for you for your birthday, <laughs> like yeah. I have to give it to you, you know, even if it's a week away, I still have to give it to you. It was funny. I would just before we got on the, uh, came on the show, um, I was actually, I have a, a project I'm working on and I needed, I was just asking the Lord to direct me to someone who could help me you know, with who has that knowledge base. And so it turns out I, he did answer that prayer and I was able to talk to this person. And so it was kind of funny We're we're talking about this, this specialized issue we're trying to, she's helping me with. And then all of a sudden we start just talking about, you know, what we do in our, uh, besides this special project. And so I told her about this and I, I sent her a, like a link to the book and she says, are you Melissa Red Pill of the World? <laughs> Like, yeah, she's, I'm like, yeah, she said she was in Texas is a big place, right? She yeah. said that her yeah. family members are always saying, well, do you know Melissa Red Pill the world? <laughs> she 
she's like, no, Texas is bigger than than that. Anyway, so it was kind of funny. So she actually had known about me. She we talked to her an hour or whatever. Didn't she didn't even know uh, that 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 we were that was who we were talking. She was talking to me anyway because yeah. I don't normally introduce myself as Melissa Redpill the world. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Anyway, but it's so funny because she is doing something so amazing, and I don't even want to talk about it because I want to tell, but I can't. And so she's doing something so, so cool. And, um, you know, just each of us doing what the Lord has called each one of us to do. You know, it's very mm-hmm. fun. So just everybody just seek the Lord on what it is, that specific thing he wants you to do. And then you'll be and, uh, happy. And most and most people in the world um, have had a difficult experience in some, some way or another. And God may well call you to share your pain with others to help them get through the same pain that you don't think you think was a really bad time in your life. Mm-hmm. Um, but maybe just sharing that with the world will help one other person. That's all yes. you have to worry about helping one other person. Yeah. Yeah. And when you do that, I, you'll realize how quickly you grow as a, as a person. Mm-hmm. You'll yeah. grow rapidly when yeah. you help other people. Yeah, my my friend. We just celebrated his I think thirty five year coin with AA that he's been hasn't been drinking for I think thirty five years was the coin, and so but he one of his main things that he does is helps others, and that's helped to keep him sober. You know because he's just helping helping others the whole time. So I want to share my screen super quick, um, <laughs> but maybe uh, I'm going to show the the one about. Um, let me see if I can get this to do. Um, the Vatican. I want to show you this article. And so I was, let me see if I can find it. Hmm. Oh yeah. This is something else too. I want to show you that. Uh, where is this? I'm so sorry. Hmm. So you, your thought about them gathering all the funds for at the Vatican is because why? Well, they, you want to take all the, all the paper out of the system that has no value. Okay. It also it also breaks um, breaks down the cabal's control because they've always controlled themselves with two currencies: the U.S. paper note, U.S. dollar, and the euro. They're okay. both used for illicit means. So when you take those out and take them, just those two currencies, right, back, <coughs> back to um, the Vatican, right. Suddenly, there's nothing to buy drugs with, and there's nothing. Um, to to run the the child trafficking okay okay because that's been the hub for the the trafficking and the and okay okay and remember remember the vatican and the pope and everything else they were all arrested a long time ago and the the vatican was empty so it's now run by the white hats so they're the white hats are recalling all the the currency back, and they're trying to get it all cleaned up okay so okay so thank you all right so um, Cash Patel posted this Twitter will always be full of bots and disinformation, courtesy of China, Russia and the fake news media uh, mafia. And then this was from Elon. He says he's buying Twitter is an accelerant to creating X, <coughs> the everything app. OK, that's what he's saying, because it, it looks like it's on again. And some of the anons were like, oh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get back on that digital battlefield, which that may be a good thing to do, you know, because the people who are on Twitter definitely need a dose of truth for sure. So well, and they say the, that he could own it as a Friday. I'm sorry. Did you say something? Yeah. Uh, what he's done with Twitter is a, a genius move because it's not about the money. 
Right. This is the this is the deep state's um, sledgehammer for for controlling elections. And to and control the narrative. A, yeah, controlling the narrative. We're coming up to an election. Yeah. So, so the value of tw of Twitter being taken away from the deep state's control, especially at this massive. at this moment. Yes. Yeah, so forget the forget the buying price. Right. It's not about money. Right. They've lost. They've lost their influence. They've lost right. their power. Yeah. And the deep state, without a mouthpiece to get messages out and control the narrative, um, <clears throat> is probably worth twice that. They should <laughs> never ever have sued him <laughs> that was dumb no, they should have let you, it go when so, you think about it he's, uh, if, if he if, if if it comes to the stage that he pays them he's paying them in fiat currency right has zero value which so has zero value yeah. yeah so forget yeah. the billions but look at what devin money. said he says is elon turning the twitter sewer into an x-rated porn site maybe merger with only fans coming next isn't that a strange? What do you make of that comment? Um, keep your eyes and ears open. And there's a <laughs> lot going on behind the scenes, and right? We, we've been told so many times this is a five-dimensional game of chess, right? Um, and if you try and work out, all we're trying to do is guide people through the minefield. There will be some crazy, crazy, crazy distractions, right? Um, and these are all brilliant distractions. Whoever, whoever thought this plan up. Has a right. very good sense of humor. Right. Bottom line, that Twitter losing its its power to be used as the sledgehammer by the, you know, to control the narrative. Bottom line. Yep. yep. All this is, is noise right here. Um, yep. Yeah. All right. So then the other thing. Oh, this was really good. This was so good. This man is uh, a Saudi um, prince or whatever he is, and his yep. spokesperson, he refused to listen to Reuters. Yep. I loved it. That was quite entertaining. Yep. You know, and for those of you who are maybe not familiar, Reuters and AP are basically the two mouthpieces that, that funnel the the what the, they want to all the other news outlet, outlets to say. <coughs> they're sending them through right. their, their talking points on the – on the daily. And so this yep. man said, I'm really not going to take any questions from you because you're fake news, basically. Yep. Yep. And they, awesome. This is all part of the dismantling of the old system. Yes. And we're seeing the good guys just do it bit by bit by bit. Yeah. And I, I did it on my insider's club last night. This is all about changing the narrative. And yeah. it's very, very important. And I'll give you an example of the narrative. My wife has never liked Donald Trump. She's never met him, doesn't like him, doesn't know why. The reason she doesn't like him and doesn't know why is, is because for the last 20 years, everything on the media has been negative about Trump. Right. Everything. And it's just drip, 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 drip. Right. Drip. So you become in the mindset. Right. I've never met him. I've never met him. I've met his son. Yeah. Um, and I've met people like Mel Kay, who used to work for him. And I've met people who speak incredibly highly of him. General Michael Flynn, Cash Patel. These people speak highly. They know the man. Right. Forget the media. Forget what we've been told. This is the narrative. Right. The, moment, the narrative is being changed. Right. Drip, 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 drip. And it's changing. And this is what's waking people up. Right. And this is the only way right now to wake people up is changing the narrative. Right. And what he's done there is changing the narrative. Right. Not taking questions from you. He says, you can ask someone else, but not me. <laughs> 
And yep, that's exactly. yeah, we just get off the merry-go-round, not to get yep. to play your little your little game anymore. Um, yeah, and Jesus said that something like that. He said, you know, you you played a you played the flute and I wouldn't dance. And yeah. you played you played a dirge and I wouldn't cry. Yeah. I'm not I'm just not playing your game. You know, yeah. and that's what all of us need to have, you know, the hap- you'll be happier, as you've said many times, if you'll just get off of there, merry-go-round. So yeah. I thought that was really good. Okay, so I was going to show, uh, for those who are not familiar, the Feast of Trumpets was, um, oh, I don't remember exactly the day that it started, just uh, 10 days ago. <laughs> we'll call yeah. it, call it yeah. that. And so all this time we've been, uh, we've, we've blown the, the trumpet or the shofar, and so we're um, every day just shouting out this truth and, 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 our our goal with the Feast of Trumpets is to is to get as much set right in our personal lives as possible, and um, so that we don't have anything on us that makes us feel separated from God or separated from each other. So this was the Feast of Trumpets, and then after this is the the Day of Atonement, um, which is this right here, Yom Kippur, and that is a. a is what that really is meaning is a meaning. It means to cover over one's debt. And I just believe all these financial things that are going on, all these changes. This is a, this is a, a covering over of all this is that has happened. It's a, it's setting all these things right, whether it's the Twitter or with the Reuters or with the the money. All these things are just gig- really gigantic uh, changes that are happening around us. It's very exciting. All right, so but I wanted to to show you guys something that you might not have seen. This is from my book. Um, uh, okay. End times and a thousand years of peace. I've got it on Amazon. Um, in this book, I, I break down what are these trumpets that it's talking about. And it, in the book of revelation it talks about these seven trumpets. And I'm, the reason I'm bringing it up is because it call, it strikes a lot of fear when someone just reads it on the surface and they're not looking for the symbolism because this book is so symbolic. And so, you know, don't let it freak you out. If you, if you want the good news about end times, then definitely, you know, read uh, this book. And you can also, like I said, uh, you can get the audio book on my website, freedomforce.live. But okay. So I'll just show you a couple of them on this. When the trumpets, okay, let me go back. I'll just, I'll just scroll down here to uh, revelation chapter eight, where it's talking about this first trumpet being blown. Then seven angels with seven trumpets prepared to blow their mighty blast. So like, you know, just like think of it when you woke up, it was like you heard a giant trumpet blast. What Mm -hmm. was that that woke you up? Something, you know, for me, it was the WikiLeaks. Um, mm-hmm. that, uh, that was a giant trumpet blast. I'm like, wait, something's very different. And, and all of a sudden I began to research and go down all these rabbit holes and, you know, hearing more trumpets of, oh, I, the, you know, all these people are involved in all this criminal you know, activity where it's the bushes in the different ones we trusted. Anyway, so the first angel blew his trumpet and hail and fire mixed with blood were thrown down on the earth. Okay, that sounds very scary. But look at the next verse. One third of the earth was set on fire. One third of the trees were burned and all all the green grass was burned. Okay, again, this sounds very scary. What is going on? Now, my first version of the book, I didn't understand this. I didn't understand what this one third. But now we know that the one third is the 33s, the 33s. 
This is what the angels are blasting into our ears is that these are the ones, the the 33s are setting the earth on fire. They're Mm -hmm. the ones, the 33s are are burning the trees. The 33s are burning the grass. Mm -hmm. They're doing all this destruction. And that's what you figured out when you woke up. You're like this you know, I'm not really picking on Masons. It's all the secret societies, the, all this this whole criminal mafia that works stealthily uh, under, uh, you know, uh, you know, right beside us. We don't even know that they're doing this right beside us to do these evil things. So that's what it's talking about. So don't let anybody freak you out about the trumpets, because this was our wake up call to realize that there are those who are doing this evil all around us and it's this this secret group then for example here's the second angel blew his trumpet a great mountain of fire was thrown into the sea a third of the water in the sea became blood a third of living things in the sea died a third of the ships on the sea were destroyed again it's he's pointing the finger at these people this this criminal mafia this these 33s are doing all this to the earth to this you know whether you talk about the sea as humanity and all the devastation they've had, all the the sea creatures, all the all the lives all over the world, where you know we've talked about India and all the devastation in India and all the devastation in Africa, all that. The, the point of this whole chapter, and I'm not going to read really anymore, but the point is when you see this, realize this is talking about those who have done all this damage to us. It's not. They made it seem like, oh, well, God is angry with the uh, with humanity and he's going to come to indiscriminately destroy the world because he's so mad at us. And that's not what it's about. He's waking us up to know who is doing this to us. Yeah. So anyway, I just wanted to say here, like here's one about the third of uh, the rivers and the springs of water. The name of the star was bitterness. That's where we've got all these, you know, the chemicals and everything that's making so much bitter that's making so much it can't causing cancer and causing all this this harm to our health you know the who did that mm-hmm. who did that well the 33s the 33s mm-hmm. and the, like the here's the sun was struck the third of the moon the third of the stars who has caused all this where that everything's dark well the chemtrails who did that the 33s mm-hmm. so anyway i just wanted to show you guys that so that you won't be um you know when you when you read it then you'll be a little less um uh, don't just don't fall into the the trap that they have set for us to, to strike fear. Okay, so then we have this day of atonement, right? After the Feast of Trumpets, the wake-up call, everyone joins back together. We we are received this great forgiveness on the Yom Kippur, the day of atonement, when everything is set right. And then look at this. Isn't that beautiful? This is the Feast of Tabernacles. They call it a Sukkot. And so you guys might for the next um, let me see, the date are the dates we start this are start with this this sunday at the full moon we start sukkot in the evening and we go all the way through the 18th that is the feast of tabernacles or the feast of sukkot so get busy and make yourself a cute little shelter it's just some little you know little tent type of thing and it's beautiful to have you have some 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 leaves and whatever to put out there and make yourself a little table so that you can have a little, uh, you know, get together with your family. The picture is of us having this just beautiful time together because we've, you know, settled any differences or that type of thing. 
So I wanted you guys to know about that. The Feast of Tabernacles. God tabernacling with us, us tabernacling with each other. Isn't that beautiful? I love that. It's incredible. We're coming into a very special time right now. And for those people that are awake, you're going to enjoy it. For those people that are asleep, that are half asleep, you're missing the greatest show on earth. We are. Yeah, people are. I'm glad I'm be awake. I'm very glad to be awake. We're we'll always know We're there's a there's a beautiful part and I think it's in Revelation chapter 14. It talks about that that there's a song that the that that the 144,000 sing. I really think the 144,000 is those who are awake and who are fighting in this battle. It's not about an exact number. It's a it's a it's a symbolic number. And that it, it says there is a song they sing that no one else can sing. I'm like, what do you mean? It's because we will always know mm. forever about us being fighting together alongside the Lord in this battle. What an honor. Not everyone is, is getting this honor. It, Say it, again. it says in the Bible, it says in the Bible, many are called and few are chosen. And we have been chosen to come through this period right now. God has handpicked every single one of us. And uh, we just need to be grateful every every morning and just say thank you for choosing me to come through this. It's not been easy. God didn't pick us because we were uh, because we were ready for a walk in the park. He picked us because we knew that we were st strong enough in character to stand up for uh, and to to show people what we're coming into. Yeah. We're in an amazing time. Just be grateful that you've been chosen. Yeah. Yeah. We'll always we'll always know that that we were fought alongside, you know, all of our the other patriots worldwide. It's a beautiful thing. <laughs> I'm, so I'm so it glad is. we got to know each other, Charlie. Um, you know, yeah. all all the way around the world, each one of us getting to know each other. Whether you know, for you, those of you who are not, <laughs> who are just in the listing, it's just we've all got this camaraderie, and it's a beautiful thing, isn't yeah. it? So I guess isn't we'll we'll get a jet out of here, but maybe we can say the Lord's prayer before we go. We do that sure. every day on my channel. So you guys come and join us on freedomforce.live on, on my on my social media because we're we're doing the Lord's prayer every day. We need this great strength for this for these days for sure. And we've got we we're going to I believe the Lord will not let our enemies triumph over us. He will give us great victory, but it's as we pray. Lord, I thank you. Father and um our Father who is in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And don't let us fall to temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. 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 What a wonderful note to finish on. Yes. Love you, Lovely bro. to see you, and you uh, I shall see you soon. I come to America in two weeks' time. That sounds great. That sounds great. Love you, brother. You too. God bless. I'll see you guys later. See you later.